Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a good time. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Drunk Mover Review Podcast. And uh, today we're going to go over A Quiet Place. So I'm fresh out of the theater from this movie. I loved it. But first off, I want to start off by saying that mainstream horror movies for the last, I'd say, 10, 15 years have been horrible. I mean, have you guys like seen um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Shit's deplorable. I hated that. It was like disturbing for no reason at all. Also, with all the uh, shit, what's it called? Paranormal activity films. It just became so oversaturated with jump scare ghost stories, basically. And for the longest time, I hated horror movies because they were all the same thing. But coming to A Quiet Place was a nice transition because it was so fucking good. And I'll tell you why. But but first, here's a, here's kind of the summary of the movie. It's about this family in this, what I guess to be like post-apocalyptic world. Be, I mean, it's post-apocalyptic because these creatures like pretty much killed everybody or whatever. And it's about their story of survival and how they go through day-to-day life you know, being completely quiet or they'll be hunted down by these monsters. And one thing that I really, really, really liked about this movie is the realistic characters. In some horror movies, a character will be like, hey, instead of immediately leaving this horribly haunted house that has threatened to kill all of us in a horrible fucking demonic way, Let's try to talk to it with a Ouija board. You know, like stupid fucking horror movie mistakes. A Quiet Place doesn't have stupid characters. They know what they're doing. They have plans for when everything goes wrong. I mean, like you've seen in the the trailers where they have sand placed in places that they can step. And they walk barefoot everywhere so that um, they don't make as much noise. And like even in the house, they don't go in the house too much. But in their house, they have pieces of sand or like little mounds of sand where it's safe to step. Cause you know, like in a, a house with um, wooden floors, some of them creak really loud. So they've over time pinpointed where it's safe to step in the house and put sand there. But I'm just saying that these, these characters are really smart and they're not too stupid. I mean, of course there are a couple of horror movie mistakes. Like I think there's like two of them that were like, Oh, that's so stupid. Why would you do that? Like one kid completely runs off of the sand part for just because he's scared. Like, no, you're scared because this monster is going to like try to attack you. Stay on the path where it can't hear you because you're in this, the sand area. But whatever. Um, the acting from everybody was awesome. Uh, I love John Krasinski, Emily Blunt. Can't name uh, either of the two kids that were in there. Uh, but they did a really good job. Of course, there's not a lot of dialogue in this movie, if you'd guessed. A quiet place like their whole thing is that they use sign language to talk and they mouth out things and the kids like just like facial expressions and physical acting was really good and of course john krasinski and emily blunt were just fantastic and usually i don't care too much about how good or bad the acting is but this one actually stuck out as incredibly good uh another thing that i like about this movie 
is that it is not at all jump scare reliant. Um, I want to point out what's that one lights out. I believe it is where the entire movie, there was no substance to it. You know, it was all just like, when's the next jump scare going to happen? Oh, the next jump scare is coming up and everything in between was just boring, like story. And that was it. And there was jump scares to just like remind you, Hey, you're watching a horror movie. Watch out for the fucking scary face. That's about to pop up. This one was not at all jump scare reliant. There were a few in there just to, you know, keep you on the edge of your seat, I guess. But it had really nice thriller elements that made it interesting and psychologically scary to watch without being bombarded with jump scare after jump scare after jump scare. Because I'm not a huge fan of those. I think I mentioned in my other podcast over the ritual that I'm not a fan of jump scares. I think they're kind of cheap. And so I watched this movie when I was incredibly sick. So I just want to say sorry to any of you that were in the theater with me. I got you, you fucking chumps. You're going to be real sick now. (laughs) And um, so what kind of stuck in my head, which might have ruined some of the immersion for me in this movie, was there there are going to be sounds in your life that you cannot, uh, you know, like keep from making, you know. People are going to get sick. People are going to have a fucking cough. You can only suppress so many coughs until that bitch just pops out on its own. You know what I mean? I think it began... One of their kids was ill and they were in a, a drugstore like looking for leftover pills or whatever to, to make him to make him feel better. But if the kid is sick, he's going to cough, he's going to sneeze something and that's going to make a lot of noise. You can't just suppress those. So that was kind of a I guess that would be nitpicky, though, because you can't document every single thing that could possibly happen in a life in a world that's been taken over by these fucking bug creatures. Which brings me to uh, the monster design. I am a sucker for cool and awesome monster designs. And this one I found particularly interesting. They're kind of bug-like and (laughs) dog-like. I mean, just because they like run on all fours kind of. And it looks like a, a, a strange dog running. But if a dog was a mutated beetle and i just thought that was really cool they had uh, some special effects on the the head of all the monsters where their head would like split open and they would listen with their i don't know face cone and i thought that was really cool um they zoomed in on that a few times and i thought that was interesting but yeah that's what i have to say about the movie itself and uh let's see what the critics had to say Rotten Tomatoes Critic Reviews. So to start off with, uh, this movie has a 95% from critics and an 87% from um, the audience score. So this movie is is good. Collectively, everybody says that this movie is pretty good, and I totally agree with them. So let's look at some actual reviews. Here's a fresh one. This is a movie about the sound of fear, but it gives us a great deal to listen to. What they're talking about there is, of course, there's no dialogue. There's a very, very little dialogue in this movie. And the audio track, the music, the sound recording, uh, sound theory, all that in there is fantastic. They have even the slightest noise. You know, like 
when it's really, really quiet in a room and your ears start to ring and the slightest noise sounds really, really loud in comparison to everything else, all the noises in this film, then the noises are almost what would become the, the jump scares is something loud happens and it's like uh, a fucking raccoon knocked over a trash can and it's thunderous and it scares you. And it's just really cool because you're used to scary faces popping up on the screen and this time it can really come from anywhere at any time and it's just like loud and intrusive sound and the 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 music in this is fantastic it's really shrill and invasive kind of sounding and it just makes you feel super uncomfortable and puts you on edge and i think that's really cool here's another fresh one krasinski and screenwriters brian woods and Scott Beck ensure that this is as much about the family as it is the monster stuff, and therefore it's surprisingly moving at times. And I'm not going to lie to you, I was kind of a nerd about this whole movie, and I watched some interviews from John Krasinski before I went and saw it, and he said, what did he say? He said this movie is a love letter to his real-life children, because it's, you know, it's a story about what these, what these parents are willing to do for their the safety of their kids it's it's really it's really about how much they love their kids and what they're willing to go through and that's i mean that's just what i that's what i just said yeah it's it's about it's about that so on to the next one here's a rotten review which i actually didn't think i would see many of these but here's one from walter chaw from film freak central uh, Rotten Review says a quiet place is so unmoored from anything like subtext or complexity that without a keenly intelligent and efficient script, it seems to start to show almost immediately. All right, give me like 10 minutes to reread this a few times and figure out what the fuck he's talking about. Unmoored from anything like subtext or complex... What do you want these dudes... You want them to like do fucking rocket science on the screen for you? Is that what you want from complexity? It's about a fucking family who is trying to live out a monster alien invasion thing that's completely blind. I don't know what the subtext and complexity here is. You know, they're, it's the monster. They're trying to survive. They're a family. They want to stay together. They want to live. So Walter Cha, certified dumbass, I think. Why is the internet free? That's my question. Why can anybody name be named a fucking critic? I could be a critic. I could put Eric Qualls from the f- whatever association of movies and give me a headline on Rotten Tomatoes. Walter Chaw. Critic my ass. So here's another rotten one from Daniel M. Kimmel. Recent attempts at smart horror didn't offer up reality but they did have an internal logic for the world the films created. A Quiet Place fails this basic test. I'm not even going to comment more on this one because I, I think he just put random words together and called it a sentence. Let me read it. Recent attempts at, quote, smart horror didn't offer up reality, but they did have an internal logic for the world the films created, period. A Quiet Place fails this basic test. I don't think English is this dude's native language. David M. Kimmel. New England Movies Weekly. Fire this dude. New England Movies Weekly. 
I think you've got somebody who's pretending to be a human who is actually like probably a lizard person who just like needs money. Daniel M. Kimmel. So uh, he's he's posting stuff on your behalf that actually doesn't make sense in the English language. So heads up to New England Movies Weekly. So let's finish it off strong with a fresh review. Here's Susan Granger. Eerie and angst-riddled, it's a tour de force for John Krasinski and an unsettling, totally different kind of creature feature. And eerie and angst-riddled. Eerie comes from, you know, the the sound design, which I talked about earlier, where everything's just loud and the, the music in the movie is just really unsettling. And the angst... Um, it's kind of the the story. A heavy part of it is about their oldest daughter who is really seeking redemption and love in her family's eyes. And so I, I mean, it doesn't say her age in there, but like visually she looks like 15 or 16. And so she is pretty rebellious and really like, tells off her parents sometimes as much as you can tell off your parents without using real words (laughs) because you can't yell, you can't throw anything, you can't stomp up and slam your door because uh, your family will be massacred. So she rebels in in the ways that she can without people actually getting killed. And it's actually kind of interesting to see a character develop that way. You know, like you remember when you were 15, 16 and thought your parents were stupid as all get out and the the tantrums that you'd thrown and you realize that if she would have done the same thing, then she and all of her family would be, um, I think, eaten. I think that's what the monsters do. I think they eat people, but I'm not totally sure. Watch the movie and find out. I don't th- I think they just kill for fun. I don't know, which makes it all the more scary. They're not like trying to survive, you know, eating people. I think they just kill them because they can. But um, I think that's going to do it for this for this podcast. Um, if you liked it, please go rate us on iTunes. Uh, check me out on Twitter. Twitter's DMR Podcast, uh, Drunk, Movie Review, Drunk Movie Review Podcast. And um, every so often I'll throw up a poll to see what movie that you guys want me to watch next. Blockers is out. I talk about blockers all the time and fuck me if it didn't get like what 80 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Apparently it's well, what people say is decent, but I don't believe them. I still think it's shit, but uh, who knows? But yeah, that's what I have to say about a quiet place. Go see it or not. I heavily suggest you do see it though, Uh, but I really don't care. But that's it. See ya.